Welcome to Thoughts on the Market. I'm Mike Wilson, Chief Investment Officer and Chief U.S. Equity Strategist for Morgan Stanley. Along with my colleagues bringing you a variety of perspectives, I'll be talking about the latest trends in the financial marketplace. It's Monday, December 2nd at 9 a.m. Eastern, so let's get after it. 2019 has been a year during which the fundamentals have steadily deteriorated, yet equity prices have rallied sharply. More than 100% of the returns in equity markets this year have come from higher valuations, while earnings growth has been negative. While atypical, such an outcome isn't as unusual as one might think. Stocks are forward-looking, which means they tend to discount what's going to happen rather than what's happening today. As someone who's followed equity markets for more than 30 years, I appreciate that concept very well. In fact, it's one of the reasons we were very well positioned over the past year for the significant correction in equity markets in 2018 and the very defensive rotation under the surface. However, in the past two months, many equity markets have surged well past levels we expected to see during 2019 and left us out of position to fully capture what has been a very strong couple of months of returns accompanied by very low volatility. So what's going on? Are stock prices simply looking forward and telling us earnings growth is going to rebound sharply next year? Maybe, but if that were the case, we should be seeing other asset prices rebound more than they are. More specifically, 10-year interest rates, commodity prices, inflation break-evens, and cyclical stocks relative to defensive ones have actually rolled over recently, and in some cases, sharply. Instead of stocks telling us growth is going to rebound sharply next year, we think they are simply responding to something else, a massive surge in central bank balance sheet expansion. To be specific, about two months ago, the Fed, European Central Bank, and Bank of Japan began expanding their balance sheets by a combined $100 billion per month. That's a lot of liquidity, and it's undeniable it's having an impact on asset prices. The Fed doesn't want us to call its latest balance sheet expansion QE, and maybe it's not in academic terms. However, it's definitely been a volatility suppressant. For example, over the past two months, 30-day realized volatility for the S&P 500 has plummeted from over 21% to just 5.5%. To put that in context, this is one of the lowest realized volatility readings in the past 20 years, the first percentile to be exact. That seems like a bit of a mispricing given the negative earnings growth we're witnessing, an ongoing trade war, other geopolitical tensions, and a full-blown recession in global manufacturing. Due to the advent of systematic investment strategies that target volatility, lower realized volatility has led to significant inflows to equity markets that are not fundamentally based. It's also allowed and forced some active equity managers to hold more risk than they should or normally would simply because volatility is now underpriced. The good news is is that the Fed is planning to keep pumping this non-QE liquidity into markets for the foreseeable future. The bad news is that this is masking what's really going on with the fundamentals and convincing many analysts, strategists, and even companies of a recovery next year that's likely to disappoint now high expectations. We're not sure when this disappointment will manifest itself in the form of higher volatility, but we're highly confident volatility is about as low as it can go, and when it turns, these passive and active strategies will quickly reverse recent flows. So whether the Fed wants us to call it QE or not, the result of recent balance sheet expansion has been the same for asset prices, which have become detached from the fundamentals in the short term. With central banks showing little apprehension to stop these policies, we suspect asset prices will remain detached from the fundamentals, particularly at a time of the year when asset managers need to perform and are willing to go along for the ride. Our advice is to remain fully invested in global equities while maintaining a tactical overweight to U.S. long-term treasury bonds and volatility products as a hedge against the inevitable rise in risk aversion that can happen at any moment. 
Thanks for listening and tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday for our latest thoughts on the market. The preceding content is informational only and based on information available when created. It is not an offer or a solicitation, nor is it tax or legal advice. It does not consider your financial circumstances and objectives and may not be suitable for you.